Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Benjamin Hardy, author of Willpower Doesn't Work and the number one writer at Medium.com. Hey, this is Josh Elledge from Up My Influence. Hey, this is Patrick May David, founder of PHP and Value Team. And if you want to learn more how I built my audience. And if you want to learn how to level up your influence. And if you want to learn how to genuinely connect with others. You should listen to this episode of Build Your Network. Build Your Network Podcast. Build Your Network Podcast. With my good friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the show. Today is Wednesday, which means it is a topic episode. So for those of you who don't know, these topic episodes are basically a mashup of segments of past interviews that we take and put into a single interview all about a certain topic. So today we are tackling how to become a content king uh, from three different types of content creators. One is a blogger, one is a YouTuber, and one is a PR expert. So all of them help you build authority, build credibility, which is the reason to create content to begin with. So uh, Ben Hardy, he's he's a blogger. He's one of Medium's top bloggers, and he's the best-selling author of the book, Willpower Doesn't Work. And I know he has another one in the works right now that's going to be coming out in the middle of 2020. 
Then we have Josh Elledge. Josh is a PR expert and he is the founder and CEO of Up My Influence. And so he he has a ton of case studies on all the different people that he's worked with that have 2000 plus a media that he's been in personally with just so many different publications and things and how that's helped him increase his credibility and his authority and how that can help you with the content that you're creating. And then we talk with Patrick Bed David, who now with Valuetainment has over a million subscribers on this channel, um, all entrepreneurial type content. And he also runs a nine figure business in addition to his million plus subscriber YouTube channel. So he's a content creator and a content king, but he's also running a nine figure business alongside of it, which makes the advice that he gives on his YouTube channel insanely practical and uh, very actionable. So all three of these guys come in with some awesome, awesome tips for how to become a content king. And uh, that's what we're gonna be talking about today. But first, really quickly before we get into that, if you want to know how been able to build and maintain relationships with all the amazing people here on the show. The number one way has been through the power of the podcast itself. Without a doubt, it is my most strategic and effective networking tool. So if you're running a six or seven figure business and you want to add podcasting to your tool belt as a way to amplify your network or your message or bring in an additional six figures of revenue to your business, build, just build authority in your niche or your space, then head over to Travis Chapel dot com slash apply travischapel.com slash apply to apply for an upcoming opening in my coaching program only accept a few people at a time so i would love to chat with you see if we would be a good fit to work with each other so i'll talk to you there or i'll catch you over in the facebook group at travischapel.com slash group and now let's go ahead and get into becoming a content king with ben hardy josh elledge and patrick but david when a person starts investing money into their goals and their dreams they experience what psychologists and economists call the sunk cost bias, which basically means that when you invest money into something, you start to become very committed to that thing and you start to wrap your identity around it. So when you invest in something, you stop seeing yourself as wanting to do something and you see yourself as doing it. And you can use investment in a lot of ways to create motivation. You know, I know a lot of people, they invest in a personal trainer to make sure they get to the gym. Mm -hmm. But when you start investing in yourself, in your skill development, in your relationships, whether that be mentorships or masterminds, then you just change who you are and yeah. you change your environment, which is really what the book's all about is change your environment so that you can change yourself. Because for most people, change happens from the outside in, even though we talk about it like it happens from the inside out. And there's, <laughs> I can tell you and I are going to get along really well here, Ben, because <laughs> exactly what you said is exactly what I preach a lot at people, which is you need to invest in yourself. And, you know, I'll have people come up to me and be like, hey, man, what if, like, I just got $10,000 and I want to invest that in something? What should I invest in? You know, like, and they're expecting me to say, like, oh, you should put that in Bitcoin or you should put that into real estate or you should put that into index mutual funds or whatever it may be. But my answer is always the same. So if you're listening and you were about to ask me that question, don't ask me that question because here's my answer. And that is invest in yourself. If you don't have a hundred grand or 200 grand to start putting into actual investments that are going to make you money, then I believe you should be investing into yourself until you have that kind of money or else the investments that you make, you're either going to get lucky and then double down on something that you got lucky on this time. And next time it's going to completely screw you over and you lose your money or you're just going to lose your money the first time anyway. But when you invest into yourself, you never lose your money. It's always a gain when you invest into yourself. So I love what you talked about here, Ben. So let's take a deeper dive into that. What did that look like for you? So you're the number one writer on Medium, which is really, really big. And it's been that way for the past three years. So when you first got started, did you invest into yourself to learn how to do what you were trying to get good at? 
Of course. Yeah. I started buying books. Like once you decide you want to do something, that's the stage where you're a dreamer, you know? Mm. And it's like, that's where most people get stuck. How do you get out of that stage the fastest is you need the psychological upgrade, which is what happens when you start paying money into something, start becoming committed to it, start developing skills around it. And so I bought online courses, learned how to write viral headlines, learned how to pitch myself onto big platforms. And what's cool is, is when you become invested in something, like two things happen. Obviously you kind of create the because you're invested, you feel like you need to like make good on your investment. So you kind of like, it compels you to go forward, but also it, it shifts your mindset. Like, Mm -hmm. so there's a quote that I love. It's from Dr. David Hawkins. And he says that basically your unconscious will only allow you to have what you believe you deserve. And so if you don't believe you deserve a lot in your life, you're not going to have a lot. And how do you upgrade that subconscious belief system? It's, It's investing in yourself. When you invest in yourself, you shatter your subconscious paradigms. And then you just put yourself in a situation where you can learn good things. You put yourself in proximity to learn from mentors. And so that's what I did. I didn't have a lot of money at the beginning. You know, I was spending, I was a grad student making like a thousand bucks a month, but I would invest a good chunk of that outside of our living expenses Mm -hmm. right back into my own education. And when you invest in yourself, you get a 10x return. And so it's like very quickly, you learn new stuff, you, you upgrade your skills, and then you, you have more skills to use. And so it was very fast for me to write viral articles because I had invested in the skill development and because I was invested in becoming a true writer. And so, I mean, everything you're saying is true. (laughs) At the very beginning, how much time and money did you invest into your blog before you really started getting traction and before you started making money from it, before you started seeing an actual return on all the money and time that you're putting into it? Yeah. So as far as like money and time, I had been reading and studying, not just writing, but I mean, I'd been studying for years before I really started investing dollars. Yeah. Once I started investing dollars, then all of a sudden I started taking it more seriously. So, I mean, I would say I didn't make any money off of my blog. Well, I mean, I was making, once I started hitting some viral posts, like websites like the New York Observer and stuff would pay me a few hundred bucks to write an article, but that's not worth it. That ended up being a short-term a short-term kind of win for a long-term loss because writing at Medium and places like Medium Quora and LinkedIn, you can get a ton of email subscribers. And so I think I was writing for probably a year, invested a ton of time and probably five, ten thousand $10,000 into it. And then I, then immediately, you know, the first time I, I launched, you know, and I started with just doing some individual coaching, you know, I made like 21,000 bucks in a week because at that point I had a pretty sizable audience. I'd studied how to launch any form of product, you know, and then later that year I was able to launch bigger and bigger things. And then in 2017, way bigger things. And so, yeah, I mean, it took about a year and a lot of time and then the results just became exponential. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, 
a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah, I love that so much, man, because I think blogging and podcasting and YouTubing, like basically any like kind of influencer type of media, I think is, is along the same lines. And I deal with some people who will, you know, they've been podcasting for like five months, or they've been blogging for three months, or they started a YouTube channel eight months ago. And they're like, I'm not seeing any traction. What am I doing wrong? How come the, this and that and this and that? And it's just like, how long you been doing it? Yeah, three months. <laughs> yeah, that's, you got to think way more long term than that, you know, and you're going to have a lot of the problem is you're going to have a lot of naysayers in your life. You're going to have a lot of people that are going to be like, what are you doing? Why did you spend money on that? Why are you spending the majority of your income back into online courses? You're getting scammed like this is stupid. Why are you spending your money on this? You could buy this. You could buy that. You could go on vacation with us. You could go out with us to the bar. You're going to have a lot of naysayers <laughs> and stuff like that in your life that are looking at what you're spending money on and being like, you're never going to make money with that. But the problem is people listen to those people instead of looking at it from your perspective ben or from like a gary v perspective where it's just like look if you do this for long enough and you put in consistent quality effort into this you will gain traction doesn't matter what niche you're in doesn't matter what topic that you're talking about if you do it consistently and the consistent work that you put in is quality it's not crap it has to be quality consistent work then over time you will gain a following if you're always investing back into yourself figuring out how the big guys did it then it's only a matter of time but i think so many people are just too impatient for that would you agree with that ben yeah i would i definitely would and i think if someone was to ask me for example like if I was doing a podcast, because the quality of the podcast depends like on your ability to facilitate a conversation and also the quality of the people you have on your show. I mean, investing in microphones and stuff like that is super key, obviously, mm -hmm. in all that stuff. But I mean, I think I would also invest in people. You yes. know, it's like yes. it would be pretty easy, for example, to have some people on your show if you bought their products. You know what I mean? Like you buy yeah. their products and then so you invest in relationships and you may need to spend a few thousand dollars to get someone big on your show. Mm -hmm. But that could be the game changer that would open up all the other doors because then you could leverage that. And so I think yeah. a lot of it's just not knowing where to put the money, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Great point. I'm glad you brought that up. So big caveat here is just because you're spending money doesn't mean you're going to get results. So make sure that you're spending money in a way that's going to really benefit you and that you're implementing the things that you spend money on learning and you're cultivating the relationships that you spend money to create initially. Just spending the money isn't going to get you the results. But if you spend the money, you learn the things that you need to learn. It's going to cut your runway in half. You're going to skip rungs on the ladder, so to speak. And there's a lot of different ways to make sure that that happens. What's up, everybody? Just want to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite new podcasting app, Himalaya. If you are not listening to podcasts on this app, you are definitely missing out. 
It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play Store, download Himalaya today, and then thank me later. I am most excited about turning thoughtful entrepreneurs into media celebrities and kind of seeing firsthand what happens when they start gaining more and more respect. So, you know, when they show up to conferences, they're invited to speak as opposed to just being an attendee and they get people that are following them around and asking them questions. And there's a very clear formula on how to get to that point. And I'm so glad that we're talking today because a lot of it has to do with networking. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like most of it would have to do with networking. I'm, I'm super happy to have you on the show to talk about this a little bit more. But let's go ahead and first of all, kind of go into your story. How did you get started with all this? Yeah, so I launched a company 11 years ago called Savings Angel. Okay. And our mission was to help consumers cut their grocery bill in half. And it was completely out of need because at the time, you know, my dear wife and I we were trying to manage our bills and I was not doing a very good job at it. And I remember we started doing a spending plan and I asked my wife, I'm like, hey, honey, how much do we spend at the grocery store? Like, I don't know, maybe like 400 bucks a month. And she laughed at me. It was like, are you kidding? We've got three kids. We spend like $800. I was like, oh my gosh, that is a big ticket item. <laughs> and so I thought, man, there's got to be a better way. Way. So I ended up developing a system that could scientifically cut my grocery bill in half. And I knew that it was a great idea. I mean, but mm. everyone has great ideas. I mean, there are yeah. a lot of really talented and smart business people out there, but I knew exposure was everything. Like I just knew that if I could get enough people to see it, mm -hmm. then people would buy it and I yeah. could potentially make a living by helping people. So I didn't have any money at the time, so I couldn't do any advertising. So I started reaching out to local media and I said, I don't have any money, but I'd really love to provide some content. You know, could we do a segment? Could we do something? And thankfully a, a local radio station showed pity on me <laughs> and they had me on. <laughs> And it was amazing because I had gone in and done a three-minute segment, got home, and I had made over $300. But in recurring revenue, it turned out to be about $1,500 wow. and for a three-minute segment. And that was huge for me because at the time, I couldn't even pay my heating bill. Like I was worried about losing my third home. Wow. I mean, that's, that's how miserable of a situation I was in. And it just sucks as a husband and father to you know, to feel like you're working hard, you've got great ideas, you've got great talent, you've got great skills, and just the world isn't really recognizing you just yet because they don't know about you. So I got my big break and, and I kind of used that and I just kind of went in week after week after week and kept on working, kept on getting more clients. And I started doing major market radio. And then I started doing writing a syndicated or started writing a newspaper column that became a syndicated newspaper column. And I started doing local TV and that became syndicated TV. And today, now, 11 years later, I've, I've actually been in the media over 2000 times wow. and we've generated more than $6 million in revenue. And I've spent less than $500 in advertising. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Isn't it always so fascinating to me to hear stories like this? Because I feel like it always starts with that first experience where yeah. like what you're just talking about, you know, like I finally got on this radio show that had pity on me. And then <laughs> I made a thousand bucks. And then like we hear that and we're like, oh, a thousand bucks. That's not that much money. But the fact that you made it is 
the catalyst for all the rest of the money that you made, you know, like, Oh, are you kidding? Didn't make that. Yeah. That that was the realization that it was possible. Right. Oh my gosh. That $300. I cannot tell you because that very week, I can't tell you like how important that was that very week. The utility company had told me that they were going to shut off my heat if I couldn't pay my gas bill. And this is in West Michigan in the middle of winter. And so that $300 paid for my gas bill. So it was everything. It completely Just it let me know that, you know, for the past three and a half, four months, I had spent developing the site. I'm not a good developer, but I mean, it was and it was really ugly, but, you know, it it did the job. But yeah, that was everything for me. And, you know, my wife, I just felt like I was a I was providing for my family, which I felt like that's what I was supposed to do. And, And I'm just so honored that that worked out. And now since then, I've been able to do a lot of pro bono work and help a lot of other startups kind of create the same thing. And, you know, by really just rather, again, rather reluctantly, I just kind of found myself in a new role of, as I was helping and doing a lot of pro bono work for all these other startups in our local startup community, they started having success with my advice. So they asked if they could start paying me and I was like, well, I guess I, <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? And yeah, sure enough. I mean, it, that I started doing consulting on a regular basis and then it became an agency. And now it's become really this amazing service that we've helped over a thousand people now become media celebrities, wow. you know, and that's at upmyinfluence.com. And, and we're just so grateful for the work that we get to do to help other people shorten the learning curve so that they can kind of get out of that period where they're just not being recognized for the good work that they're doing. Like every, it feels so good to be appreciated and it feels mm. so good to be respected. And I just, I just want that for everybody, quite frankly, because I know what it's like to, you know, feel like you're sucking as an entrepreneur. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, <laughs> so what, what were you that. doing before Savings Angel then? Were you doing other entrepreneurial ventures or were you an employee yeah. somewhere or what was that looking like? Yeah, no, I had failed in business six times and some of them more spectacular than others, more spectacular <laughs> more than others. More spectacular failures than others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just, it was in me. I would rather work for myself, yep. you know, 16 hours a day so that I wouldn't have to work for somebody else. Eight hours. Eight to 10 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know why. The curse it's just of the way I'm wired. Right? Yep, exactly. You know, it's kind of funny. Like I actually did my family history one time and I found out that my great, great granddaddy, here's an old timey name, Amos Elledge sold blocks of ice. He was a proprietor in an ice business. No way. Yeah. So you go back generations. It's like it's all in your blood, like small man. business owners, man. Yeah. Can't get away from it. It's in your blood. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so funny. I think that's just part of the curse of being an entrepreneur, so to speak, is like, you just, just can't do it. It's just, uh, you know, I think we've all tried, probably almost all of us anyway, have tried to work for somebody else. It just doesn't work out. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things that attracted me to your brand to begin with is that you help entrepreneurs, but you are also a real entrepreneur. And I'm, I'm not saying that to disparage anybody else that might be, you know, you know what I'm saying by that. But that's one of the things that really, really intrigued me about that is that you've actually grown a business from $0 to $100 million in the last, what, eight years now, mm-hmm. something like that. And so when you are actually standing in front of a green screen saying, hey, this is how you scale, this is how you hire, this is how you do this and that. It's not from I read it in a book once. So this is what I'm going to tell you. It's no, no, no. Like last week I had a conversation with this guy who I was hiring and this is what I said, and this is his feedback and this is how we've done it. And so very, very valuable stuff, which is why I really like the title of the show. Was it just basically coming into saying, Hey, look, we want to do valuetainment. We just want to offer value to people. So initially it was called Patrick by David for, for the first two and a half years. It was Patrick by David. One day I came in 
and we were talking about a bunch of different things. I said, we got to pick one word. And I asked everybody I know, what's my one word? I asked my wife, I asked Mario, I asked everybody that works close to me. When you think about me, what's the one thing I always talk about? So they gave me, you know, you talk about these five things, you talk about these four things, but everybody said capitalism and entrepreneur. So I said, okay, that's going to be our word. And then from there, how do we deliver a message? We bring value and we entertain. And it's becoming a movement. So how about value, tain, entertain, mint, movement, valuetainment is the channel. And then it took off. It used to be a publicly traded company in Germany called Valuetainment. Oh, really? So when we first came out, it was the only other company that was named Valuetainment. And their website was valuetainment.com. After the amount of traffic that we got, they completely changed the company's name from Valuetainment to Valuetees. Oh, because really? every time wow. their company, people were going to look them up, they were finding us, so they had to change their name, and now it is what it is with Valuetainment. So that's how the name came about. Yeah, and it's an interesting story how you really got a large number of people following you with the viral video that you created. We talk about it in depth in the first conversation we had, so if you're watching this, I believe that's episode number six of Build Your Network, so you can go back all the way to episode number six. We just released episode 160 this past week, so it's been, we've been trucking Good the for last you for year, being so. disciplined from yeah. six to 160. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, which I'm sure you, you very, very well know. So go back and listen to that because it's definitely worth um, checking out the whole, the viral video. You should watch the viral video. Virality is is such a hard thing to nail down have you attempted to take some of the things that you put into that initial viral video and try to make another one that just really goes and cranks? Yeah, so you know, we, um, I made a video that right after that video called 24 Keys to Making Your Content Go Viral, and it's 50 minutes, so it's not, purpose of that video is not to go viral, it's yeah. just people ask me and said, hey, what is it to make a content go viral? And they think it's like three things that you do. Outside of that, maybe we've had two, three other videos that have had that kind of an effect, but nothing obviously at a 31 million views in a two-month period type of thing. That was a whole different anomaly. Yeah. But, you know, if you go out with the intention of only wanting to go viral, you will constantly be disappointed. Hmm. You will constantly be disappointed because there are a lot of movies that come out that I like the movie. And I like it more than an incredible, you know, more than another movie that was funded $100 million. But that movie didn't go viral, but it made an impact on my life. For instance, for me, I Am Legend. I, first week I Am Legend came out, I watched it three times. <laughs> Why? Because I took my entire team of executives. I said, let me tell you what the story of I Am Legend is. This is a story of what could happen when you're an entrepreneur all by yourself. No one's there to support you, where a mannequin becomes a best friend. How do you handle it when you're by yourself? where you have to talk to a mannequin at a blockbuster store he was at when he's trying to get those mm -hmm. movies, and his dog is and he loses his dog. It's like, you lost your best friend. There's nothing left. What do you do? moment of breaking point, and then comes the story with one day there's this light. You go to Vermont. There's a story that the light is at the end of the tunnel. I watched that movie. Not a lot of people watch I Am Legend, mm -hmm. but it made an impact on me. So we went away from having this expectation of, man, I'm hoping everything goes viral to look. If an I am a legend can impact a guy like me, where I can see clearly exactly why the vision is so big and you gotta stay the course, if that can make an impact, impact is more important than virality. If you get lucky, great. If you don't, that impact's gotta be made. Yeah, that's exactly what I, now I do some coaching, some consulting with some people that are trying to start podcasts and trying to get content out and trying to hit top charts and all that stuff. That's the biggest thing that I try to hammer on is that engagement is what matters. People who care is what matters, not necessarily that I had 3 million people that listen to my show. Like, okay, well, of those people, how many people are gonna be willing to do something for you or do something with you or collaborate or buy a, an info product that you throw out or get access to a course or something. What matters is the impact that you're saying, right? And being able to create that, I think, and you can talk into this, comes down to consistent, valuable 
content with context. What would you say about that? So I follow people. So I'll give it to you this way. If my parents give me advice about my life, first thing I say, where is the advice coming from? Is it coming from a place of love? Yes. Is it coming from an expertise in this area? No. Is it coming from a based on certain their fears and motivations? And, you know, yes, they are afraid because they're worried something's going to happen to me. So I don't take the opinion or the feedback based on 100%. I take it based on 25% because only one of the four factors was met, which is love. Fine. But that's not enough for everything. Just like for me when it comes down to content creators. I follow content creators that have the ultimate trifecta, what I call T. T-E-A. They have their own theories, okay? Their theories, like I believe dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. I believe you ought to do this. Great. Then they have experience, which experience means you worked with Steve Jobs and you watched what Steve Jobs did on a daily basis and you worked with him for five years. That's very valuable. Mm -hmm. If I get a chance to work with somebody that watched Steve Jobs for five years, I put a lot of value behind you. But it's not the ultimate value and it's just what makes sense. The ultimate value to me is a, which is application. So the person that has theories and has experience and has application is the person that gives feedback and opinions based on they personally having done it. You're going to learn a lot talking to Steve Jobs about what happened with him versus 28 employees that worked with him versus reading the book of somebody that's never met Steve Jobs writing about his theories. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yeah. So it all depends on who you're trying to be in a content creator. The content I wanted to create, I'm the guy that's a little bit... Uh, on the skeptical side when feedback's being given and the content's being given, I want to know who the content's being given to, who it's coming from, where's the motivation behind it. And then from there, I'll go and grasp and say, well, you know, these kinds of things are stuff that I'll take from it, all the other stuff. He just probably picked that up from a couple books or mentor that he had. So again, if you're trying to be an expert of experts of experts, the standards and expectations way higher. But if you want to get out there and create content and have, you know, telling stories and create a podcast and YouTube and, you know, entertain. I mean, you know, it doesn't take much to do that. Yeah. Where you want to be in that ranking, that's completely up to you. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As most of you know, I talk a lot about giving value to others. This podcast is one of the ways that I do that since all the content from the show is totally 100% for free. And when people ask me how they can add value to me, one of the ways I tell them is to head over to iTunes, hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and review. This not only gives me valuable feedback on what you think about the show, but it also helps me with Apple's algorithm. So please, 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 if you have not done that yet, head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review for the show. It adds tremendous value and it only takes a minute or two of your time. Also, if you have not yet registered for my live event out here at Top Golf behind MGM in Las Vegas this coming November, then you're going to want to head to buildyournetworklive.com to do that right away. Seating is extremely limited, so you need to act fast on this. Head to buildyournetworklive.com to grab your ticket today. Trust me, you are going to want to be a part of this inaugural live event so that in 10 years from now, you can brag about being one of the founding members. Plus, you know me, I promise I will over-deliver on value and make it worth way more than you are going to invest to get here. So have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.